Historic Core District, Downtown LA Loft. Hi, this is Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll share with you some valuable information about this topic. Historic Core, Downtown LA Loft. If you see any properties that are of interest to you, let us know. We will gladly send you a property information packet of any loft, condo, or house, or we will arrange for a private preview upon request. If you have a home you'd like to sell, you should know that I will guarantee the sale of your present home at a price acceptable to you, or I'll buy it for cash. This guarantee will allow you to buy your next home without worrying about selling your present home. To find out how much you could sell your home for, call me at 213-880-9910. Now, Historic Core District Downtown LA Loft. So this was a request for information from someone, a reader of the LA Loft blog. Uh, They requested this topic. So we want you to let us know what what you're interested in and we will get it for you. If we don't already have it on the LA Loft blog, we will actually research anything related to lofts or downtown Los Angeles or real estate uh, or even other investments. Um, So it's a pretty short article today uh, because it's just a very limited topic. Uh, A topic, though, that is very, very popular. Uh, In fact, there's uh, thousands of people uh, reading and listening and viewing uh, all of our content, our blog posts, articles, text, um, pictures, videos, and audio podcasts on this topic. Because people like the historic core, there's only really not very many historic cores in the world. Just basically the cities that are, you know, a hundred years old or older uh, have those historic cores uh, in the downtown areas. So they are the ones that have the historic lofts. And these historic lofts give you the big open space and uh, big windows with the mahogany window sills, window frames, and the brick, exposed brick, uh, original exposed brick. And then the views outside the window are other beautiful historic buildings, and uh, such as the Rowan Building, has a view of, when you're on near the upper floors, you see beautiful big gargoyles, uh, and things like that, you know, architectural elements uh, of the old buildings that are very ornate, especially near the top of the building. <coughs> Excuse me while I (coughs) have a little coronavirus attack. Speaking of coronavirus attacks, that's been, you may have noticed every other 
audio podcast, every other blog post has been about coronavirus because of its effect on real estate and the economy. And when you affect the economy, you affect real estate. So real estate is being extremely affected, but so are most industries, uh, including the medical industry, is suffering greatly, it's being damaged. So uh, it's pretty much all there is to talk about. Uh, you can take a look at loss for sale, loss for lease. Excuse me. Oh, I blow my nose. Try to get rid of some of my coronavirus. By the way, I don't have coronavirus that I know of, but I've been writing a lot of um, not only blog posts, articles, videos, and audio podcasts, but uh, tweets and um, messages and little uh, quick brief arguments. Although these days I'm careful to not get into a, uh, a Twitter war or a message war. That's just a tremendous waste of time. What I do is I just give a really brief, uh, make a very brief point if I disagree with someone or if there's information that's not, you know, that other people are not conveying. Information that I've heard from experts, from doctors, like Dr. John Ioannidis, epidemiologist director of Stanford University. Uh, the two doctors at the Kern County Hospital that just came out and said that, you know, we should end the shutdown because coronavirus is not that, it's not very deadly. It's not killing very many people. And a couple of facts that there's been no harsh criticism of the people that probably deserve harsh criticism. And me, being a real estate professional, I've kind of muted my harsh criticism Um, since we're talking about I guess we're pretty much done talking about the historic core district it's got the beautiful buildings it's it's walkable to a tremendous number of shops and that's all there uh, is to say we can take a look at the post if you want more information on the historic core lofts and historic core district neighborhood in downtown Los Angeles Go to www.laloftblog.com. That's www.laloftblog.com. And you can either search in the right, uh, upper near the upper right corner, there's a search box. You can type in historic core. Or you can just, uh, near the top of the screen, is neighborhoods. You can click on the neighborhoods, and then you'll find historic core in the list of neighborhoods. So those are two uh, ways. You can try both ways. That way you don't miss anything. And uh, the only thing, uh, the only last remaining thing to say about the uh, coronavirus, because it's a very important topic that's not only wiping out real estate, it's even wiping out uh, the medical industry. (laughs) Because there's not that many people dying of coronavirus. They just found out They just learned in the past week that ventilators are killing uh, 60 to 90% of the people that are 
on a ventilator uh, die. Uh, so ventilators are not saving very many people. They may be killing more people than they save. So the, and these are several things that have not gotten out. And so when people are afraid to tell the truth or for political reasons, people feel pressured. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a panic bandwagon that people are on. Uh, and that's what happens uh, when people panic. A whole herd will stampede and uh, some people will get trampled and killed. And when you have a global panic, you have a stampede uh, trying to flee to safety and a certain number of people get killed in that panic. Unfortunately, those people are not being thought about, cared about. Um, but <clears throat> those people need to be added to the equation. When you have findings that not many people are dying, almost zero people are dying solely of coronavirus, almost 100% of people who die have comorbidities, meaning they have other pre-existing deadly diseases and ailments. Um, and uh, the majority have multiple comorbidities, multiple diseases and uh, ailments that are deadly. And then I have not heard one peep, except for a few kind of technical articles, like in the health and science magazines. The mainstream media has been, just like they were in um, the Iraq war, because I remember that. That's kind of when I first woke up to the, to the problems of mainstream media. If they feel that the government and the population are ready to go to war, they just say, okay, we're going to war Without, with little or no question. Their job is to question. And something as important as war, invading Iraq, killing tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of Iraqis, tens of thousands of Iraqi women and children, their job is to ask tough questions and and ask those tough questions loud, clear, and repeatedly, and they utterly fail. So the same thing is going on. When you have coronavirus, they are marching to the drumbeat of war against the virus, of what they feel is against the virus, which of course you can't see the virus, so it's hard to have an accurate drumbeat of war against a virus that you don't even know about. So it's an overreaction, which is normal and maybe okay initially to have that overreaction. The problem is everybody jumps on that bad wagon and they and then so the mainstream media has neglected to ask the tough questions. And the main tough questions that they've neglected to ask are about the comorbidities. Uh, the people, I mean, they have asked them, but they've gotten doublespeak in response, and then they just accepted that. And no, something as important as comorbidity, of what's actually killing people when they say they died of coronavirus, uh, that is extremely important. Are they dying of coronavirus or not? Because the question, because if you look at the comorbidity, I mean, in the doublespeak, they've more or less admitted that they're not dying of coronavirus. 
and they don't care if they're dying of coronavirus or something else. They're going to put it down as coronavirus because they believe that's the right thing to do. Now, if that were the only question, the only criteria, the only factor to consider, that'd be fine. But there's other factors that are not being considered, such as how many people will die because of the panic, how many businesses will die because of the panic, how badly will the economies in the world die because of the panic, and then once those economies have an extremely bad outcome, how many people will die short-term, medium-term, and long-term from poverty and from a lack of medical care? So none of those questions were being asked, and if they were being asked, they were, hi, hi, happy puppy, hi, sweetie. They were being uh, asked very meekly. They were answered with doublespeak, and then they were ignored after that. These extremely important questions were basically ignored. So that's where um, the problem lies, and that's what I've talked about when I have a background in media communications, and I've always been done things related to media and journalism. And so I and a few others are asking the tough questions but the mainstream media is not. Now, ABC News gets some uh, credit. In fact, for mainstream media, ABC gets the most credit for being unbiased, being journalistic, asking the tough questions, and getting all sides of view and trying to get them equally. This, these are the basics of journalism, the basics of news which these people, these, these days, uh, people don't even uh, know that uh, because so many of the so-called news organizations, CNN, Fox News, CBS, and a whole bunch of others are basically all fake news because they are all political, slanted, biased commentary uh, for political purposes with... Uh, all you got to do is just compare ABC, watch ABC, read ABC, listen, and then compare that to CNN. I mean, when you hear people say, oh, so-and-so's a jerk, so-and-so's a loudmouth, so-and-so's an orange oompa-loompa, so-and-so is a, is a drunk, uh, things like that, uh, like you know, when they're not giving the pure facts, when they're giving, obviously doing, saying things to make people sound bad, journalism doesn't do that. Unless there's a fact like so-and-so was convicted on 17 counts of murder, rape, and uh, larceny, okay? That sounds bad, and that's okay because they're just giving the facts, very factual facts. What, of what happened. So, unfortunately with um, coronavirus, that's not 
what we're seeing from most of the mainstream news. They are uh, attacking anybody who they think is not uh, for the lockdown. They're attacking anybody who does not want to destroy the economy. They are saying that the economy must be destroyed in order to save lives and things of that of that nature, these, these slanted things. So that's why I just bring up the, the points that um, the, the facts, the numbers, they have um, omitted the fact they barely mentioned and then they quickly whisked it away. Oh, a million or two or three million New Yorkers um, have had the coronavirus and they, and they didn't die. Well, that's an important fact because you and I can both do the math on that and so can they and they're deciding not to. So anything that points to the fact that the coronavirus panic is overblown, um, that there's too much panic, the whole virus uh, death rate is not very much. People are actually dying from other things and they're just saying that it's coronavirus. And then also they, um, uh, yeah, so those are the most important points. Those death rate, death rate is very, very low, extremely low. And uh, all that other news and information um, is not getting out. They're not, also, they're not talking about what are the economics, how much economic damage is being done, and how much uh, bad health and, and deaths will, will occur. So that's it. My name is Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for listening. As I mentioned earlier, a property information packet on any loft, condo, or house is available upon request. Also, if you want to know more about any properties, let us know and ask for a video, YouTube video link. And if it's not already on YouTube video walkthrough of the property, we will go in and video it for you, and then we'll just uh, upload it to YouTube and send you the link of the walkthrough so you'll be able to see you know, 99 to 100% of the unit uh, online before you go in to see it in person. Just call 213-880-9910 now. I'm Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thank you so much for listening, and take care. Bye-bye.